Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, you guys, we are back for another episode of 902-1-O-M-G with my BFF, Jenny Garth and Sugarman. (laughs) After Andrew Shue, you're just Sugarman. That's fine. Hey, Sugarman. We're so happy to have Amy, our producer, with us. She she makes us laugh just a little bit harder. I'm so happy. I'm going to control myself because I know you guys need to talk, but like, (laughs) this is the best episode ever. (laughs) 
I put in the in the group chat, skull, 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 because I was just dead, dead, dead <laughs> at how good this episode is. Okay, Jen, do, do you see it right there? Right there, looking in her eyes. We know an Uber fan. Crazy, crazy eyes. Yeah. So she's got so the twirly fans. eyes. We get it. We know 90210. You probably have seen at least an episode over the last 30 years. But some people are fans. Some people saw it. Some people are Uber fans. Amy Sugarman, Uber fan. And we can spot them a mile away because it's in the eyes. It's in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have crazy eyes. People but I, tried. I didn't, I didn't ra- realize how much I've been waiting for this. For this how episode? I, or just well, this well, season? Oh, just to do. This season and the foreshadowing at the end was just like <laughs> you cannot do that, Amy. You cannot jump to the end yet. She <laughs> can't help herself. She wait, can't. So wait, Jen. Just going back for a moment. How many times have we been tricked over the years when people are like, oh, "I am the biggest fan of nine hundred two one zero," and we're always nice and we say, "Oh, okay, great," but we know there's that moment mm-hmm. because there's something. There's that little something. Where you could tell and you can delve a little deeper that they just like it, it, it brings up this nostalgia, this past, and they just feel connected to mm-hmm. you. It's it, there's something like we are connected, We're Amy. Like all the <laughs> fibers of our beings are just like. <laughs> it's so funny because we've all known each other just through all your other work forever. But I think I forgot how much. It's not I even about y- me and Tori, it's not about <laughs> us. You, you can like, really honestly care less about Jenny it's and about Tori. Donna, Kelly, <laughs> yeah. and Sugarman. That's uh-huh. all it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Ian. Literally, I <laughs> oh, can't wait to talk about. Well, of course, Ian. And this was prime Ian this episode. But- Je- Jen, we'd get fired in a hot second if Ian agreed to do this podcast. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> she could make that happen. No, no, no. We love doing this. <laughs> no, because it'd be, I'd have to be too cool. And like with you guys, I can just be like. Totally yeah, true. Mean. Okay, fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I just love it. You guys st- start talking and then I'll, I just love everything about this episode. I love Donna and David in this episode. And I love Kelly so much. Like, it's just like, yes. It's Bangless Kelly was on fire. I feel like this is season three might be where it's at. Like it really, everybody feels like in their stride. Character wise, acting wise, look wise, everybody's on fuego wait does that mean it's all downhill from here i hope not this, this, are we peaking right now we, we could that. be we could be Uh-oh. i i oh, hope okay. not though but, <laughs> but to be honest remember, i have no idea <laughs> can you remember this time like maybe the fame you'd settled into that it wasn't so jarring for you guys and you would really become the characters like can you remember season three at all i think you're probably right i think i don't to answer your question no <laughs> But but just watching it from an outsider and having some sort of weird connection with it, because it was actually me, uh, it, you're right. I feel like we do feel more settled and grounded and just like the whirlwind has kind of, we've gotten used to it a little bit and like figured Owning out it. how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There was one scene in this episode where, it took me right back to filming. And I remember that day and I remember like leading up to it, coming out of the trailer. It was oh, the, tell us everything. So it's the scene at the beach club with Kelly and Donna and David and Cindy Walsh comes in and they're talking about leaving. And um, 
and Kelly, and they just had the baby. And anyway, I had a visual. It was freezing that day. We were filming on the beach, and I remember being at the trailer and being, like, panicked. Like, how did did Brian think I looked good that day? And I wasn't sure, and I was, like, nervous. And there was – I remember at this point, so I can – I don't remember before this, but at that point, I remember a lot of people, and they had to have a lot of bodyguards because now we were filming at the beach, and people knew it was second season at the beach. And so they had tons of fans – around that were that they had to like hold off and they had bodyguards with us and that's when we started having bodyguards all the time Mm -hmm. on set oh wow yeah was it in santa monica Mm -hmm. the beach club Mm -hmm. it was freezing that day yeah because were you not actually shooting it in the summer when would it have been jen i'm stumping you guys with these (laughs) investigative i don't it would be like after the a little bit after the summer i'm gonna guess like back to school time, maybe. But if they were airing in the summer, were we still doing that? Oh, I feel. What was the air? Well, let's do the synopsis. Okay, what was the air date of this? We're just going to jump in. I want to say April or May. Okay, let's okay. just jump in. We're, we're supposed to wait till segment two, but we're going to just do it anyway. Let's because I can't wait. <laughs> Here we go. All right. This is we're talking about. Season three, episode two, The Twins, The Trustee, and The Very Big Trip. Air date, July 22nd, 1992. Synopsis, Kelly's sudden embrace of family values leads to a bridging of the gap between Brenda and her parents, but not before Jim plays hardball with Dylan. And twins turn the tables on a thoughtless Steve. Directed by David Carson, written by Charles Rosen and Darren Starr. Oh, that's why it's so good. Why? Darren Starr. Because David Carson directed? Who dat? Well, no, Darren Starr. <laughs> Wasn't Charles Rosen him. like one of your really good writers too? He was our executive producer. Like he yeah. was the, the, yeah. Right. They brought up the big guns for this one. The, the Wait, when did Chuck Rosen start? When did he come in? Because he wasn't there first season, right? Am I wrong? Whoa, we should really know this. No, I know. <laughs> Looking now. Hold, please. It's going to appear as if we actually knew this. No, he was. Okay. Yeah. I think he was. I think <laughs> Charles Rosen was with us from the very beginning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because Karen had written others before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like he took over in a bigger capacity as the seasons went on. Well, maybe because Darren was doing Melrose. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So can I ask you guys the first question? Fire away. And I, I love this episode so much, but I, I like, am so into it. That I might come across a little like crazy, but whatever. We like it. Who are you used to Why it? Why is Brandon chewing <gasps> a giant wad of gum? My question. You read my mind. See, we're connected. Why is he <laughs> always chomping on gum, but with his mouth wide open? He doesn't just chew it. He chomps on it. Every scene. Every scene. Could it have been Nicorette? Like, was he trying to quit smoking? Nope. Oh. You're like, no. <laughs> if, it, if he was, was it, it wasn't working. Was it just like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven just eating in every scene? Like, what was yeah, going on? He was Brad Pitting before Brad Pitt. <laughs> Wait. I feel like he was always chewing gum in real life, too, during that time. If he wasn't smoking a cigarette. Right? Uh, yeah. Maybe it was to hide his smoker's breath. Who knows? I'm surprised that my dad allowed that because you know know how he was very like, you can't wear sunglasses in scenes. You can't do like he had very specific things for his actors. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's Jason Priestley, so I guess he was like, whatever. But <laughs> I, th- I, it's so distracting, and I don't find it a character trait. Like, it's just weird. It's weird for and Brandon. And Brandon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It was. It takes you very out. Very noticeable. It takes you out for a moment, doesn't it? But this is the episode. You got a hubba bubba. Jackie has campaign. her baby. The baby's there. It starts in the nursery, and I loved it. Mm. Oh. Wait, was it me or was, was baby, baby Aaron? Aaron? Was baby Aaron, does she sleep with one eye open? What? I didn't see that. (laughs) In the bassinet, in the nursery, in the hospital, they like zoom in on her and one of her little baby eyes is open and one of her little baby eyes is closed. That's creepy doll shit. Yeah. Was Was it always a baby or was it a doll? That was a real baby. Not in, I'm sure not in everything. Like there, there must have been times when it was just the, a doll. They used to do that. Oh yeah, tons. I hate it when you, <laughs> when you're working with a baby and you have to hold a baby doll instead of a real baby. Like they wrap up a plastic baby doll, and you have to pretend like it's a real baby, even though it's like stiff, like it, it doesn't move. They do. They have them better now, but like back then, it was literally just like from Toys R Us. <laughs> but this, this was a real baby. Can you remember holding the baby and like oh were the parents God. there? Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure. Does someone have to like? Usually, it's you twins. Up like like the, it's usually twin babies when a baby works on set because babies can only work for like a few minutes at a time, and they have to like, you know. Uh, switch them out when one's crying or when one needs its nappy time or whatever. So the, it was always a different baby, <laughs> but this baby looked pretty consistent. Like once it, in the scenes with Kelly, oh, I, I just think that what, seeing Kelly hold the baby in this episode made me pregnant. I'm pretty sure. Like it, it made Wait, me instantly pregnant. You're, you're knocked up. In real life, it just made me feel pregnant. Like I, it made me, that was the, the moment when I was like, oh, I'm going to have babies right now. <laughs> what year was your firstborn born? Uh, 97. So, so we're not there yet. Later, not, yeah. But not that much later. Mm-mm. But uh, this made my ovaries <laughs> jiggle. <laughs> just watching it. It was so cute. It's, it's so crazy ha- that people have there's actor babies you know there's like parents are like here's my newborn twins and they're gonna be on tv and people are holding them and I just wonder it's such a different time now like are people nervous doing it I watched a show the other night you guys I have a question about this there was uh she had just she had had a baby and then the baby was probably like four or five months and they had a breastfeeding scene where they showed the baby latching on to a boob to, not just a boob, there could have been the, a mom. Mm-hmm. It was the actress and the baby, and because the baby had been fussy, wasn't latching on, and finally like bonded with it her. Had to have been on. a robot baby. They showed it. I I rewound or whatever I do on my DVR. <laughs> I want to see how that, that happen. Yeah, that that can it, happen. It, like it was on a show called Working Moms on Netflix. Are we sure it isn't her baby? That's what I'm wondering. I'm curious, though, because that's going a whole step further, saying, like, okay, my baby can be in a scene and everything, but it's going to actually 
lashed yeah. onto another woman's breast. I mean, that choice in itself is incomprehensible to me. I understand they probably made a lot of money and made, you know, great college fund yeah. for these babies, but just taking a little infant into that environment and the set. And back then people smoked on stage on set. Like mm. it was noisy. There's dangerous lights everywhere. There's germs. Hello, COVID. <laughs> we didn't oh like, God. like, and just like loud and strangers. And they didn't, honest to God, they never said, did you wash your hands before you took the baby? Or here's some hand sanitizer. They didn't tell you how yeah. to hold the baby, how to... They were just like, everybody would just Nothing. get really quiet when the baby would come on set. But it was just like, here's a newborn baby, young girl, take care of it. Thank God there was no COVID. There was only herpes back then. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't so get So I'm assuming herpes. neither of you would have ever let your babies be on camera or on a show. I mean, only if I had to. I guess if I had twins and I really loved the industry. I don't know if really wanted to <laughs> get in there somehow. Maybe. Have any of your kids ever played your kids? Hmm. No, I don't think you so. and Luca have worked together. Yeah. Yeah. Luca was on what I like about you, but she wasn't oh. my kid. Oh, no way. But the movie you guys, you did. A movie oh, together. oh, you're right. You're right. Hey, you <laughs> forgot. <laughs> We did. We did a whole movie where she was actually my daughter. <laughs> Jenny made that prevagen. They were both so good. So good. She's great. The, screw the new eye drop campaign. I need memory drops. No, you just need me forever. I need a prompter. I, I need every time someone says, I'm like, give me I'll a little more. in your ear. Give me some more. Okay. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was my, but she was like older. She's was early twenties when we did that. We should have had her on 90210. Oh my gosh. She was the cutest little thing with her Ah. Wouldn't that have been great to have that memory? We should have had her just like in a scene. <laughs> yeah. We never did. No, they they hid her. <laughs> so there's so much to discuss. Okay. Uh let's quickly talk about Ian. I mean we have to. Just I just mean because. first of all, what is happening with his shorts? What okay. the F I is happening? I happen to personally love those shorts and have some. <laughs> because No, you don't. I swear to God, they're my favorite. Because they, you know what they are? They're good running shorts. And they have, they Great. like, they, they have like a little inside underwear in them. I can't. Next Ooh, time I'm over, hammock. I'm coming into your closet and finding them and I'm burning them. <laughs> I love them too, but not on Steve Sanders. Right. There was a scene where he gets up from like, he's talking to Brandon and he like stands up and I was just like, what in the holy heck is happening? It's almost as if he's just wearing his little tidy whities <laughs> I'm going to go on record. I've never seen anything, but from his wardrobe, I think Ian has big balls. <laughs> what? I don't want to hear I... this right now. This is not, we're not. <laughs> Mm -mm. There's a lot of potatoes always in those pants. Oh my god, I can't with you. Oh my god. First of all, all I could think about was the thing that Jenny told us about. I forgot the peanut. <laughs> oh, the peanut. 
Yeah, watching this episode, all I could focus on was her telling that story. The shaving. It was. He, he it was, was shaved it was up. Day. He was tight. He looked. Yep. Remember on BH90210, like them, like he first he shaved down and then they were all like slathering on his <laughs> yeah. like body makeup. <laughs> and we were just there, like. We were literally in the makeup trailer watching his transformation happen because he had to yeah. be shirtless. And it was something. He has well, a again, hot body. We remember this. He does have a hot body. He does get have a hot, hot face. I just, the hair is rough, but everything Ugh. else this, is hot. Does this hairstyle change at all in this season? Or is this something we have to watch for the next, you know, however many up 20 some episodes? I, that is, there's more hair in the back yeah. than yeah. anywhere like else. But it's kind of one full. Consistent. It's, it's like a you know when like a poodle like a poodle has like a mm -hmm. yes yes i I thought he was particularly hot in this episode he's gorgeous gorgeous but Mm -hmm. he needs to go back to his former self and the public and make a public apology i think (laughs) for the hair in season three talking about he was hot stuff he was a stud i said hot hot yeah not hot Face, body, hot. Although he yeah, was particularly gorgeous. piggy in this episode. Oh, we, you know what? He has um, oh. a good storyline though this this week. Yes, but just, dude, dude. <laughs> like, I wanna, come on. I want to talk about his storyline, but I want to wait to do that for a few more minutes. I want to talk first about uh, Jim, Brenda, Brenda, Brenda. Mm. Oh She's my God. You guys out. just want to talk about your crushes. We got Ian. We got James. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Jim Jim says, you know, he's ranting out of the gate about Brenda being spoiled and entitled and all the things. And I was like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. All true, true, true. Yeah. And um, Cindy says that they need to lock her up and put her in a chastity belt. Yeah. And what's that? What doesn't, can you... What's a chastity belt? Oh, look it up. It's kind of like a. Oh thing. yeah. Okay, is it a lock so and lock and key? They thing? used to put armor, like full on lock, like like uh, yeah, on a woman. So that I don't even know how she peed or pooped. Was this like in the medieval days? Yes. That sounds like imagine very a knight, but like on your vag, mm. like pussy armor. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, I get a real clear picture of it now. Thanks. I'm unfortunately looking at a picture. Show of me, it. show me. Oh, wait, are they not cute? I've seen cute ones where there's like a heart and stuff. No. Well, yeah, I'll the show lock. you one with a heart. Not, I would not call that cute. Yeah, that doesn't look comfortable. I know how it wasn't comfortable for them. That's so sad. But I want to know how you went to the bathroom. You just had to. Pee. It has holes like, in it. Oh, so you just. Yeah. But metal rusts. So, what do you do? I don't know. Luckily, we don't have to know or find out. But oh, yeah. oh my god, this is—is is it hardcore? Oh, oh god. Show another oh god. one. Show it. Show it. <laughs> oh, make make my day and make her cringe. Go go go. No, it's just something's terrible on here. Is don't it a, Google. This. Is it a Merkin? Google this for everyone listening. If you Google this, something bad happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's that? She like don't Google. It. No. Wait, is that it's a chastity belt for a penis? I think so. Oh, I like. That. I gotta go off this. This this went wrong. You guys, I don't that want went, this. Is gone down a very bad. Okay, so a chastity belt, and there and Dylan and 
and mm-hmm. Brenda are shacked up. Sha- she's it was playing like, house. It was like all these terms that was like, do we speak like this? Yeah. As teens, like that was bizarre, these terminology. But it was true. I mean, she was vacuuming and cleaning and basically driving him nuts. And I was like, hey, that's what I do to my husband all the time. <laughs> like constantly cleaning. <laughs> What's for dinner? Can you go to the store? <laughs> but in I don't Birkenstocks, know. in Birkenstocks, which you guys, Birkenstocks, they were trendy. They were out. They're back in now. I don't remember them being in in the 90s. So I feel like Shannon was like bringing a trend in. Were they in in the 90s? No. Um, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Really? Uh-huh. They're definitely hot now. But finally, you know, uh, Jim addresses that the fact that Dylan is cohabitating with a minor, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. So um, that that whole that all works out. And then the miracle of the trip becoming an option for her. And it was just weird how Dylan like agrees Brenda should go go to Europe because he was sick of her <laughs> really you think that's why or did yes, he want her to have he, fun guys that's he what was he so irritated he was so irritated he, remember she's like she's just vacuuming and bugging him and he's like a teenager and then she's like wanting him to go to the store all the time it was annoying it was annoying like uh there was a lot happening up in that uh Dylan's house but we 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 have, let's go skip ahead to Steve's storyline. And the exciting thing is that we have a guest uh, that's going to be joining us. So we're going to come back and talk to her. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, 
visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Everybody, we are so excited. We are joined with by Monica Lacey, Monica Creel Lacey. Now I'm Monica Lacey. Uh, You played one of the twins that Steve and Brandon were fighting over. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which one did you play? You played. I was the one that got was with uh, that was with Jason. So you were Rory. And I wasn't not I was not the one that was, you know, we pretended to switch places, but we didn't to catch him being, you know, like, you know, having the grass is always greener. He thought he wanted to be with the better, more fun one. Uh. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That must've been so fun. First of all, to, to act with your sister, with your twin. You're not just a twin though. You are a triplet. Yes. Yes. I'm a triplet. And so I don't know why, I guess it was written for twins. And so the two of us, Leanne and I did it. Um, I know it is, it makes it more fun for sure. Cause you're sharing all these like memories with your sister. And so at the same time we were at UCLA. So we were kind of doing that thing. And of course it was like the hottest show in our sorority, you know? So both sororities were like, I was Pi Fi, she was a DG. They were just, <laughs> you know, it was like being on a, on everybody's favorite show. And it was just, and it was just so exciting. So, so it was like being on the number one show with our sister, you know, it that's was so funny that you bring that up, Monica, because that Monica knows that's how I tracked Monica down because oh, I'm good friends with one of her sorority sisters. So I texted oh our gosh. friend, Jenny, Jenny Poulos, who also is in I the know Jenny. business. Yeah. So Jenny sent me Monica's cell and then I sent her a text, but yeah, I, re- I remember meeting you back then. Oh, really? So fun. It was, it was such a fun time. You know, there was, things seemed so simpler. I mean, there was like our whole sorority would sit and watch the show together. I think, you know, and it was just simple. There wasn't like a thousand TV shows to watch a thousand, you know what I mean? Everybody was tuned into the same things, you know, the same stuff. So it was, did you guys watch the episode when it aired? Oh yes. Oh (laughs) yeah. But it caused a huge like sorority fight between our two houses because we'd taken these press pictures um, and I think they must've used them in advertising or something. And it was like one of those double bikes, tandem bikes with the, the two of us dressed alike with Brandon and Steve, you know, characters. And they were, I remember so specifically around yellow and purple and they were really cute. And I went and pretended to be Leanna at her apartment to steal them and put them in our, our PiFi rush slideshow. Oh, and I then- love this. You know, just to kind of amp up, you know, Pi-Fi, look at us. We've got a connection to 90210. <laughs> and then, of course, they were all upset. And, you know, it started this whole thing between our two houses, which it's kind of funny, you know, in Wait, retrospect. So you guys did this in real life <laughs> with pretend and swap. I mean, you were in Parent Trap, so. Exactly. Yeah. But we were basically, <laughs> exactly. Every, yeah, we did the real trap in real life. And occasionally it works. So yeah, it's funny. That's exactly what we're doing on 902. <laughs> and then we did it about the photos of the, of the show. Yeah. So did your third sister go to UCLA also? No, that's no, she went just she, the two of you. Yeah, She went to Baylor and Waco, Texas. Oh, wow. Oh, she, oh, so she moved away. Oh my gosh. Okay. She wanted to go far away and get rid of us, I guess. When did you, <laughs> when you auditioned for the show, did they, they were looking for twins, obviously. What was the auditioning process like? Was there like a room full of twins waiting to go in and read or did they offer you guys the part? How did it happen? You know, I think we auditioned for it, but I think at the time we kind of, we, you know, you kind of know all the other twins in your category. Mm -hmm. So I think we felt pretty strong, like, okay, we'll probably get it. Um, But we, I remember what I swear, I think we were at a Shakey's pizza and I was like, oh, I hope we, you know, practicing our lines. I'm like, I hope we get it. just because, you know, it was, you know, we were such fans of the show. And I've since worked with, um, gosh, what's the actor who plays the dad, played your dad, um, Eckhouse, James Eckhouse. Mm-hmm. He, I worked with him at some point and I worked with- um, Lucky. Jenny loves James Eckhouse. She has a crush on him. Uh, <laughs> Modern day. The best dad type ever. He played my dad on another movie of the week, I think called something about Spring Fling or something. And so it was just like, you know, it was such a fun thrill. So I remember we auditioned, I think, who was the cast director? If you said her name, I remember it. Is it 
Is it Diane? Somebody, Diane. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> well, it was kind of, you know, yeah. You guys were heavy into the show and all the, I mean, it was already a couple seasons in and very, very successful and I'm sure. How, so how many projects have you been, It was is it just your twin that you acted with or did you guys work as triplets in We're just entertainment? Triplets. We started out as, um, you know, I think we had a, a friend when we were in high school told their agent, oh, I know these triplets. And they're like, okay, we'll meet with them. Bring your pictures. And we're like, okay. So he's like, do you have your pictures? We had the meeting. And we're like, yeah, here's us when we were three years old. And here's us as cheerleaders. And they're like, we mean headshots. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I mean, that's how green we were. Then we started, I think we did like a commercial. And then we did a couple little things here and there. And then almost immediately signed with Disney. And they wrote, they changed, they had already had Parent Chapter 3 in the works. And they changed it from twins to triplets. And that was was like in 1989-90. So, so that was like your first job right out of the cuz you grew up I read on your bio you grew up on a farm with goats and I just am jealous. <laughs> it was a great way to grow up. It was like an urban farm in Orange County and in Orange County back then and even now there's probably areas where you like we had um our our house backed up on this wilderness trail where a lot of people had horses and we kept horses in our backyard so any animal we wanted we could just say, dad, I want to have goats. I'm ready for therapy. I want to, you know, whatever. And he let us out. Um, so it was a great life. And then, so we didn't really know a lot of anybody in Hollywood mm -hmm. at the time. And so it was just so foreign. We're like, what? So we thought like, you know, it was like a one-off. We did a commercial. We're like, wasn't that fun? That one thing we did. And then it just kind of, kind of kept going. We met people and then we did something else. And the Disney thing kind of fell in our lap. And I mean, how often do you have a huge studio write a show for you? Yeah. Kind of not often, not often, right? Nope. So we kind of were like Hollywood. This is easy. What's everybody talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> what are the What do they mean the salad years? Um, but it was, you know, it was, it was that part was great, you know. So after that, I'm curious. Auditioning? Did you guys go? You and Leanna go up against each other, or did you decide like, okay, you go for that one. I'm not going to go up for it. At the time, this is a very good point that as an actress would be aware of. It, it, we started out at first just kind of all auditioning for the same things. Mm -hmm. It was in Leanna and I mostly in LA because we were in, in LA. And um, at one point my agent goes, okay, we're going to do every other. So she would say like, here's Say by the Bell. Okay, that's for you, Leanna. Here's Baywatch. That's for Monica. So we went every other. And at some point I went, you know, I think I'd like to audition for all the parts. So mm -hmm. I finally said, I think it's time for me to get my own agent. So I left and got my own agent, which oh, was kind of weird. Yeah. But we definitely auditioning is, I mean, a, a lot of times it came down. Yeah, I remember one specific project. It, it was um, Karate Kid 3, ironically. And I think it came down to Robin, um, not. Um, Lively. Lively. Yes, Robin Lively, Leanna, and me. Wow. And, I, and it was kind of, I'm like, really? They narrowed it down to two girls who look the same and Robin. <laughs> they really liked your look. Yeah, apparently they really then, liked curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Robin looks like you guys too. Yeah. You know, and what's funny is she ended up doing like an Amazon like show as the family mom. And I did an Am Amazon show as family mom. I'm like, here we are again. <laughs> it's We've had Robin on with us. She's one, she's one of my close, close friends. I love, we love Robin. I love her. I feel like, and what's weird is her sister, um, Laura, I was in, or is it Laura? Laura, we were in Chaucer class at UCLA together. She must've oh been here. And her dad, Ernie played my dad, of course, on uh, Baywatch. 
you know, it's like one of those just things just repeat, you know, everybody's knows each other by the end, you know? Yeah. That's so, so interesting that you guys had to end up going against one another. It was, did that was create like tension in your relationship? Yes. I'm not going to lie more that it made, well, on that particular show, it, I think initially Leanna booked it. And so I was like, geez, it's how do you not take that person? <laughs> yeah. You can't say they went a different way with a look, you know, <laughs> the same look. I was like, well, then it means talent and she's better than me. I'm terrible. I should not ever act Aww. again. Aww. So that's definitely how I went. Mm -hmm. um, but then I think it's, so. it was weird. Like hearts either have your name on it or they don't, you know, it's, you almost, and you can't really predict and I'm just the one who kind of kept at it. Maybe because I had, maybe because I lost out to Leanna a couple of times at the beginning. It was not fun. I was like, should I keep doing this? Maybe this is God telling me, go find something that you're good at. This is not it. Mm -hmm. But I think I just kind of kept at it. And, you know, I'm still. And you're now, you're the one left standing. She's not acting anymore, right? Right. She did Save by the Bell. And that was like her last big thing or whatever. And then she went to film school, like she stayed at UCLA for her master's and got, and went to film school and started producing and directing. And she's much more like behind the, on the other side of the camera and more comfortable with that. And I still, I think only recently I've really fell in love with acting again. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I never really was loving it, you know, until. Recently. Yeah. You've gone on to have quite a great career. Mm -hmm. You've done so many projects, work with so many great actors. I just, every, I mean, I'm just so lucky. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I feel like there's the lion's share of people are so awesome and interesting and cool. And I just always land in the right pot of people mostly. And it's been great. And now I'm excited about the next, you know, I was, you know, it was funny to play the mom on a show mm -hmm. and these kids, it was their first show. And I go, I've lived your life. I know, what yeah. it's, you know, I know and, and so, and I'm now a mom, so I can kind of give the mom advice. I was like talking, you know, sidling up next to the parents and let me explain what's going on. And then, you know, like with the kids, it was cute. Like it's, you know. It takes a moment to ease into that role. And then you're like, okay. A little bit. I was like, mom, I do not old what? Yeah, yeah. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's talk about Brandon and Steve, just because Amy really wants to know. <laughs> I do. I kind of she has so many questions. Sister. I have this weird, I mean, because I was the fan back then. I went to Berkeley when you were at UCLA and we all huddled up in my sorority too, yeah. watching. And I tell Jenny and, and Tori all the time what that was like. And so now I'm watching again going like, do I have a huge crush on Ian Zeering? Like what's happening to me? So- that is, I need to know how the kissing was. Well, interestingly, I got to kiss Jason. Leanna got to kiss Ian. Wait, was he chewing gum when you, he kissed you? <laughs> he kind of, on I remember thinking I, it was like getting close to the, it was like the last shot of the day mm-hmm, at sunset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they better not cut this. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> I was like panicked. I had a huge crush on Jason, like massive. But I think, and I think what's funny is I, I think they just paired us up randomly, but Leanne, I think liked, um, I am more. And so I think it was oh. funny. I, was like, I, hope, I hope, oh, yay. You know, and that, that worked, that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were so nice. Gosh, you know, I, they were super nice to us. I did, mean, did you find after that kiss that you went on to have lockjaw for some reason or TMJ? <laughs> did, did he give you TMJ? We're, we're just wondering because it, it like, might've happened. Yeah. Can we do another take? I think I have a better one in me. Um, <laughs> No, it was, it was one I was really nervous for, which is so silly. You know, I think, so you, I mean, it's yeah. silly. you didn't kiss I, Amy. I'm sorry. We can't, she doesn't know about to kissing. track Ian. down your sister. Yeah. Wait, was your so, sister the DG? I need to yeah, get so my DG. Leanna like, liked Ian, like was attracted to him in real life. I think, I mean, as we now know, she's, you know, 
a lesbian. But oh, we didn't know, but thanks for nope. letting us know. Um, but at the time she wasn't. And it was just funny. I think we both were like nervous. We hadn't really said who we wanted to kiss. And then mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, oh, I'm like, I got the one I wanted. And she's like, I, I think she was like, yeah, too, you know, kind of thing. So Aww. she wasn't as vocal. I was definitely like, I have to have Jason, you know. <laughs> you three all look so much alike. Were you pulling shenanigans all through your lives like that? Um, I, occasionally, yes. Yeah. In high school, no teacher would we got away with murder because they, you know, we'd be out of class and they would say, Miss Creel, they didn't know which one we were. We just always pretended to be the other one so we could get out. And then we did pull a weird thing with um, Kirk Cameron. Um, so our first, our first like biggest job, I think it was before not before almost everything was this nine, it was um, growing pains, show? growing pains, growing pains. And of course, Leanna, and here's me losing out to Leanna. She definitely got all the winnings at the beginning. She um, and Kirk dated, started dating in, in IRL, you know? Ooh. And so he took her to homecoming or prom. I remember this. Yeah. And he borrowed Alan Thick's Porsche to take her. So oh my I remember we were like, should we? And so I dressed up like in a dress. Because I was going to the dance just with a different guy. So when he came to the door, I pretended to be her. And I went... And, we had a long driveway, long walk to the car. And the whole time I was like, isn't this funny? This is, this is, this feels awful. How come you can't tell? And then I, as soon as I got in the car, I'm like this, I, I couldn't even keep the lie going because it felt so bad. Cause he didn't, I thought for sure he would know. He did not And then know. I was like, he doesn't know. And I'm like, does that mean my boyfriend doesn't know who I am? And so uh, I was like, it's not, it's not who you think it is. Like, <laughs> back. And it just felt, it wasn't Oh, like, how did he react? He, he was embarrassed, probably. I think he was embarrassed. And yeah, it was bad for both of us. It's not good. Like sometimes you're like, that was a backfire. That was not a calculation. <laughs> That's like Brandon. He knew. He was like, Steve, no. Well, it's funny. That's why that's sh- what, what's funny about that show is that, like I said, real li- like real life or, you know, because we really did do that kind of stuff, you know. That's not true. But Yeah. That's why it was smartly written. In that when you went in for your audition, did they ask you guys, have you done this in real life? Probably. I don't That's remember that. producer question in the room. Yes, exactly. Like, do you guys really switch? And I think they assumed that we did. I remember I did, I booked some commercial one time and on the audition, I was real bubbly and cause it was, and then on the set, the day they kept directing me like quiet, quiet, quiet. And they, they came back and accused me. They're like, are you sure you're not your sister? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I'm pretty sure I'm not her. And they're like, cause you're reading it so different. I'm like, well, cause I'm being directed differently. And they actually went and checked our signatures to no. see. And I was like, let's just use our brains for a second. Why would anybody book a national network commercial and hand it over to their sister? <laughs> I mean, I guess unless she was deathly ill or something, you, that just kind of isn't normal, but. Oh my it gosh. Was a bummer. I was like, come on. Like, it was the first time I went, well, I guess they don't know. And I think on camera, it takes away that last bit of differential. You know, you look even more alike. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it kind of, I don't know. I was kind of bummed, but. Well, what's yeah, next? The two of you. What's next oh, sorry, for you? What's, what's coming down the pipe? There's so many things. Um, hopefully some TV shows. That's mm-hmm. what I'm focusing on right now. I would love to do more TV. And um, I'm just kind of. It's weird. My kids are grown. My last one is in senior in high school, about to fly the coop. How many kids do you have? Two. 
two. So no I twins. Really, no twins. Believe me, I was like, if I go for that third, you know that I would have like twins or triplets. I'm like, no, that would change. Me. That'd be too much for me. I think I'd be overwhelmed. So we were overwhelming. We, I don't. I can't know, imagine. Yeah. We're together. Imagine three talkative. We're like always talking to try to get our air time in. Like, you know, it's overwhelming. <laughs> Me. <laughs> well, you look beautiful. You don't age. No, wow. you look flawless. You are so kind. The only difference is you have straight hair now. Like and, you and literally look hair, the same. Hair. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. blonder. Um, it's funny. I change my hair all the time and Joy and Leanna have not changed at all. Like, oh really? Like Joy has had the same dark brown hair. I mean, it's not permed anymore, thankfully, but she's got like the same dark brown hair. And then Leanna's had short hair for a very long time. Wait, you just blew my mind. That was a perm? That wasn't natural? Well, we we got like, no, that is natural. In fact, you okay, okay. Your curly hair. But we would get like one spiral perm a year to kind of keep it <laughs> going, you know, to kind of make it look a little bit bouncier. I mean, we- How'd I you mean, guys never do a hair commercial? I know. I don't know. Right? We so much hair. We were, it was like the hair was taking over. It was like three faces and this giant- <laughs> I love it. Going crazy. I keep waiting for that look to come back in and see if it ever, ever does. <laughs> Well, we we hope that being uh, on 90210 was a fond memory. It sounds like it was a good experience for you guys. A good experience. And I'm, I was so happy for, you know, you guys. I feel like I obviously, uh, you know, I felt like the same, you know, age, compatriot, but also super fan and just loved it. I just, it was like, we grew up with it. Right, Amy? Like, well, this was like, we grew up it's it's almost like a family member yes it's I, I'm so glad you said that because I feel I'm trying to convey that because just yeah. re-watching this it takes me right back and I'm like oh my god I, we're going to talk about it at the end is when we sort of see Dylan and Kelly start to get together and it's just like brings it all back where I'm like oh my god I think I love them together you just blew it you just blew it for anyone that hasn't seen it <laughs> wait there we it get is. together Spoiler. <laughs> oh man <laughs> That was what was so exciting about our episode. I felt was pivotal. Like it had yes. a lot of plot points. Ours was the frivolous B story, but the real deal was going on with you guys. And I, just it. I mean, so I just thought it would just, it hit a nerve with so many people. And I loved how you guys aged through it. Like from you grew up on the show and it was just, it was such it's good. so true. Cause you went to, we didn't go to college together and we should have the same experience so we're bonded like, oh yeah, like in our sorting, everyone just yes, smush yes. together and freak out. And it's just like, yeah. it gives me a little bit of chills. It's like yeah. so weird. It's, I'm and, jealous, and- you guys. I want to do that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Wait, we, fun. we need to go because we didn't go to college in real life, just on TV. We need to go back and have that experience. I think it's too late. You think? <laughs> like one night? Delta, Delta, Delta. Can I help you? Help you? Help you? Help you? What was that? Yeah, nope. that's it. That's it. That's it. it. It was such oh a goodness. fun. Like, like I said, everybody. It wasn't just our house. Like you said, like across oh, the like nation, it. every sorority house, every sorority house was watching it. So, like, a, it was just such a shared experience. Yes. Oh, can I ask you a question? We used to hear rumor on sex. We didn't go to college, obviously. That colleges would uh, play drinking games. That the sororities and fraternities. Do you oh, yeah. know this? Like with yes. 90210, there were like certain character aspects as they got familiar with the characters. Once you like, um, I don't know, there were certain things. Every time that, Donna wore a daisy dress or something. You had to drink. Every yeah. Time. Or like a crop top or every time like Brenda did cried or every time or whined. I don't know. 
I for sure, like drink. I'm sure that was happening. I don't remember that, but everybody was for sure watching and playing drinking games. So that does not matter. <laughs> I'm just curious to someone that actually watched it in college. Oh my gosh. I bet the boys were watching it too. I'm sure they can't. There was That's guys- what I was going to say. It was definitely cool enough mm-hmm. that the fraternity boys did not think we were like lame for watching it. No, yes. I, we've heard that for cool. sure. We've heard that through the years, there was guys that did the same thing. It was appealing yeah. to both, which is another brilliant thing. It appealed to both. You know, I remember there's one girl who would work out, you know, those sliders that you put your feet on and they're slippy mm-hmm. and you look like you're ice skating and we would all be watching on the show and there's Kathleen doing a workout during the show. You know, it was funny. I'm like, oh, man, I love that. I love it. You know, that but must have been so crazy, Monica. And I know you have to go, but like to be on it and experiencing what I was experiencing, that's like so unique because Jenny and Tori are so removed. I was the fan and you were like, had your foot in both. That is so true. I often felt like I had two lives. I had my school life where nobody was actors, they were all students. and and I was a super fan. And then I was like, and then I was on set, you know, the night before filming it. Like I would come home and I'm like, I'm filming this show. And they were like, what? You know, like it was just so cool. And a lot, I had a couple other friends like, like, um, like um, Lori Lynn Lively, who was, you know, her, she was in class with me. I'm trying to think what other actors, you know, who else went to school at UCLA in the fraternity at the same time was Will Forte. Yes. I was just going to say he went to my high school. Oh yeah. He was Lambda Chi. Although we didn't know he was an actor at the time. And Brian Van Holt, are you familiar with him? I've worked mm-hmm. with him on um, Shield, Nine, that Shield. Um, I feel like he was on 90210. Not, I, I bet he was. He's super cutie. He was on that Cougar Town. And, um, you know, it's just funny. Everybody's, you know, so there was a couple of us smattered in there. Marley Shelton, she was also my sorority. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a few okay. smatterings of people that knew, that had that double life. Mm-hmm. So cool. That sounds fun. Well, before we go, we have a game that we oh, play boy. everyone that we would love for you to play called Kiss, Marry, or Kill. Or Kick to the Curb. You don't have to Ooh. kill them. You can just kick oh, them. Oh, that's right. Where did I get kill from? <laughs> I don't know. It was a little aggressive. <laughs> that was aggressive. The original game is Kill, Tori. So you had yeah, it. Okay, right. okay, fine. No, I still have COVID The brain. real game is Kiss, Marry, F-C-K. Uh, it's Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Kiss. Or walk of shame. That's Mary. what we used to call it in the sorority. Oh, you come home, you're like, oh, you just did the walk or of shame. Or <laughs> kiss, marry, or bye. Yeah, we're okay. just going to kick them to the curb. So, yeah. You so, to- not real actors, because we know who your crush was in real life, but characters on the show. So, Brandon, Steve, David, gotcha, gotcha. Dylan. Who would you kiss? Well, not in, I mean, it was Jason. Brandon. Are you Brandon? Sorry. Yep, Mary. yep. They're one and the same in my book. I know. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> uh, okay. Who would you marry? Mm. Brandon. I can't, I'm, sorry. I'm so boring. I'm That's so okay. boring. Thank you, Tony. Do you want to kick him to the curb too? No, I would kick that slimy seal, Steve. <laughs> so, he would get his justice. Seal. Yep. He, de- he deserved after wearing that pink button up shirt. Ooh. <laughs> Oh that God. took the cake. Sorry. There's and a lot of wardrobe of his. I hate it. But that one, what mm-hmm. color was that? With coral? It was. It's so 80s, right? That color or 90s. It, but good on him creating this major image and this character that none of us can forget or let go of that still gets you angry. <laughs> Isn't that true? Fired it's, up. And honestly, that means he was doing a great job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
That means he's a great actor. Oh gosh. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast and playing our little games with us. That's so fun. You guys, I'm, I'm super fan and I'm excited. I always see what you guys are up to and I'm always like, yay. Oh, that's so nice of you. Yes. We hope to see you soon. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Be well. Thank you. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, that was fun. She's cutie. It's so fun to hear that perspective of. Yes. Like a, We've a never heard that. Normal college experience and then acting on the show. Yeah. What a trip. Mm-hmm. She looked really pretty too. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. Pretty. That is such a trip. She had the exact same experience I have and was on the show. Yeah. Like, you guys are like twin. You guys are like twin flames. Dang it. You could have done Curiously. that, Amy. But like, she must've been freaking out when she did the show because you could tell she was a total fan. That's crazy to, to get something that huge. Like, yes. Yeah. And they were great. They were great on the show. All right. She really, she really had to. Like, it, that was fun. Her. That was fun hearing about it. I, and it, it makes sense that she had uh, eyes for Brandon or Jason, and her sister had. I wanted to ask if there was any flirtation, but I always feel weird. Like, is that crossing the line? Does an what? actor feel what? like they don't want to say that? Like, that's going to stop you. <laughs> I know. Why when didn't it stop me? I asked about you? her sister and Ian, but I didn't ask about her and Jason because timeline wise, I got a little nervous who Jason was with in real life. I know, and if right? he was with someone, yeah. I start to forget. And I was like, I think he and Christine. He wasn't with Robin anymore at that point. He was Seems with like Christine no. still. Oh. So I didn't want to ask, did he flirt with you? And then what if she said yes? And like, any, anyway. Is there anything else to talk about for this episode? Oh, please. Oh my God. <laughs> there is? What? What are you guys talking about? There's like a thousand things We've to gone talk about. Deep. Okay, go, oh, go, okay. go, go. Okay, so obviously we're going to talk about the end because that's super important. But before that, I think we should talk about how Brenda was, I, I hate to say it. It makes me feel bad to say it, but she was irritating. It really rubbed me when she was like, you guys need to respect me. So that's for her parents. Right. I would have been like, what? you?" But, but Cindy did say, you, you know, respect is earned. I mean, Brenda is a brat to her parents, bottom line. And I, I don't like to jump on that hate Brenda bandwagon, but... She, it yeah, was, we need yeah. to get it. We'll get into that in the next few weeks because I think this is when that was happening in real life a little bit. Oh, right? really? I think so. I'm curious why the writers chose this direction for Brenda. I mean, I know it was an ensemble cast, but when the show started, those were their two leads, clearly, was Brenda and Brandon. And to kind of, they just started going down this path and it just never stopped really with her. Do you think there was a moment where they're like, mm, it's too much. Let's make her still likable. Like, I know there's redeeming her, things. She had know, redeeming but, qualities for sure. And a lot of people love Brenda. Like the, there's. It was know. overbearing though. It like, it took hold of the good characteristics of her. It, it overpowered them. But I will say this. She looked damn good in a red mm-hmm. lip. You know what? She looks best this season. This is her. Yeah. yeah, the hair, the makeup, everything, her eyeliner and her lips in this episode. I was she just mesmerized. Her stride. Yeah, same. What's y'all's take on Dylan? You know, because it's not like he really went behind her back. It did. But it, it felt weird. It did feel like. Yeah, it was it, it, he wasn't being completely. Straight with her. Yeah. But I got I understood it because he's like. I don't, I'm not married. I'm a teenager. What the hell's happening? 
Yeah, it's a little too much for him. I don't want to be an ass about it, but we got to We got us. We got to fix this. Like, and he never said that in so many words <laughs> that you could tell. Yeah, but he went. He did go see Jim, and then finds out. Oh, okay, this is what's happening. Tells Brenda they're going to dinner. Goes over there. Doesn't out the whole thing. And look, I'm sure he genuinely does think she should go to Paris. But at the same time, he's like, I, I got, I got it. This has to happen. But selfishly, if you're a young boy, a teenage boy, do you want your girlfriend to go away yeah, for, are you for six that, weeks? Are you that like evolved that you're like, I want you to go and have yeah. a great experience because I love you that much. Maybe if you're 30, but not when you're yeah. 17. Well, David, David so. was handling it fine. It's only six weeks. I know. Why was David fine with it? <laughs> What's wrong with me? David was worried about himself. He was like, I got to take my summer classes. Donna and David were particularly adorable in this episode. They're sort of secondary, but I really love them. <laughs> they're, they're like cute. a staple. Like, like <laughs> I feel stable when I see them. Like there's not going to be a lot of drama at this point. They just love each other and they're cute. Oh, just wait. <laughs> I know back in the day, people were like, oh, her dad gave her the job. But like, Tori, you are an excellent actress. Yeah, you were great show. in this episode. Very real. The driving yes. thing, like the driving scene when we were all in the convertible and you were driving, because usually Kelly drives and yeah. you were driving in this one. I was like, hey, she's doing a really good job of acting and driving because that's not easy. <laughs> it's not. Because you're really actually on a car, like on the back of a truck. Yeah, we were on and the And they're like trailer. towing you. Yeah, and they're filming and you're just like. <laughs> Except for like the side shots. Um, yeah. I do. I did notice myself and it's hard for me to notice things about myself that I was feeling more confident and like I was part of your, gr your group. Our group. But you know how I felt going into it. I was yeah. nervous because I was Bruce's daughter. By this season, I can tell that I was kind of feeling good about myself in the role. Mm -hmm. being there. Yeah, you can tell for sure. Confidence is key. But we were all so close at that point that mm -hmm. that helped too. You had a camaraderie, like it was brothers and sisters. Like we really were all bonded so close to this point that no one would let you fall, kind of. Yeah, I think that's coming across. I think that might be why as a fan, I'm like, I love this season. I think this, this is, is why we worked in the, I mean, I hate to say it, but a lot of shows don't work in it's great writing and everything. But if the cast doesn't have chemistry, like we were all truly friends and grew up together. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end, man, I was like, don't do it, Brenda. Don't. Oh my God. Go. Don't get end. in that van. Why? Cause you knew. Cause you, what if you didn't know what was going to happen? Uh, I just, I, I know what's eventually going to happen, but I just, I thought that they were really showing the audience too. They were really. Wait, that's so interesting. So my reaction was like, get lost, Brenda. Let's go, Kelly. Like, no, I, I think like, I like. I wonder if no one knew. Like back then, when no one knew what was going to happen. Like if they were like, "Cool, let's see it. Ooh, we're going to yeah. see Paris, Brenda and Donna in Paris." What's and gonna then you see that that Brent, uh, Kelly, and Dylan walk off together, completely like bye. Oh, and she's longingly looking after them out the little van window. Jenny, can you remember? Did they? Did writers, producers tell you? anything how did they tell you to play that scene oh yeah did they did they say here's what's going to happen next season do you think they even knew at that point i honestly don't recall i think not that, next season 
I think that Kelly and Dylan were always friends. And then they start to discover how close their friendship is and how similar their lives have been up to this point. So I feel like they're just, I think she was just friends with him. That'd be the obviously, I don't think there was any intention. No, but were they always friends? Yeah, they grew up together. They, I know, I remember making reference to that later in storylines about our but Beverly like Hills beginnings. Hmm? Okay, okay. No, I'm just curious because I don't remember. Like, I feel like they got close friend. They became close friends because of Brenda. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I know they all grew up together and they all went. I to always felt like together. it was like Kelly and Dylan More. knew each other, had known each other all their lives, basically. Right. And then Brenda comes in, and then Kelly kind of just, you know, stepped aside and let that be the focus of the, each other, and then. Now she's leaving and she can be friends with him Interesting. Again. I never got that vibe. I, like that. I wish I knew this because when I'm watching it now, I'm like, oh my God, this is massive foreshadowing. This is so in your face because she even says, Kelly even says, I might even get together with you. And it's like kind of flirty and cool. And it's like so obvious. But when I watched it 20, 30 years ago. You had no clue. Did I know? I don't know. I would love to go back. I was going to say, let's look at fan boards. There weren't any back then. Wait, there were, right? Did did, did they see it coming? Yeah. Things were starting back then. I wonder if we could find, um, what did they have, Jen, Amy? uh, Chat rooms. They did, right? Yeah. We didn't even have computers. You did. (laughs) No, I got. Jen, back me up. There was a computer because I used to order Beanie Babies. You guys, we didn't have the internet. I didn't get email until 1996. Yeah. This is only 1992. We didn't even have, we had, you guys, I know something existed because I saw something online. There was something I used to read where people would be like, oh, she looks like a frog and she has bug eyes. And it like threw me off for the rest of my life. (laughs) That, so there was later, there were trolls. Are you sure? Mm -mm. Are you, there's no internet. There was no internet. Weird. So how did we get feedback from fans? Like, how did we know what they were thinking? I don't know. I mean, how did the producers know how stuff was going? Yeah. How, yeah. how it was being perceived? Focus they did groups. testing focus groups. Like, yeah. Did they still do that? Like after the pilot, yeah. they still like kept doing it? I, I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm sure people called into the station, maybe, on the <laughs> phone. <laughs> Letters. Yeah. Did we have a fan club yet at that time? I'm sure. I'm, I just want to know if people knew. Okay, it, it, you, it was so obvious. Listeners, you will you let us know if when if you watched this back in the day? How did you first time yeah. watching it? Did you know that Kelly and Dylan were going to end up together? Did you want them to end up together? What did you think was going to happen when Brenda left for six weeks? Or did you think, uh oh, th- these two are being dishonest? Th- there's something a brewing. No. Okay, you guys, we're going to so- put up a poll on social media, and you guys can tell us. Oh, I like that. I like polls. So if you two are being honest, like very honest, not trying to worry that like she's two timing her her bestie, but just honestly watching, were you as thrilled as I was that it's like, oh, this is happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. I was. And maybe that's why they made her so irritating because we're like, oh, Brenda. She wasn't fun. 
I don't know, you guys. I can't I can't take reality out of it and knowing what happened. Because I there's part of me that really liked Dylan and Brenda together. Yeah, it me was kind too. Of, you know, so it was hard. And then I really loved Kelly and Brandon. So I, I can't I can't be I can't take myself out of yeah, it I with knowing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you can't watch it with fresh eyes because you're like clouded. As I I am watching the show now, like I am excited because of the possibility of Kelly and Dylan because, I don't know, it just seems like it'll be exciting. Well, and also as a fan or a viewer, it's just going to get boring. Yeah. Like I can't watch that forever. Yeah, exactly. You have to have, just like when you're in a new relationship and it's that fresh, like, honeymoon phase like viewers feel that too with characters they want yeah. something new and i think that always happens with show, shows they end up there's they couple them up and then they love triangle them up like you have to have that yeah. love triangle to get you know people really riled up yeah well i'm i'm here for it i'm excited oh, same. same this was amazing let's see what happens i'm super excited to go to paris next week i'm excited for you to go to paris cuz you're funny in paris and you look real cute there Wait, okay, before we go, fashion. Anybody? We everybody is, yeah. agrees that they didn't like Ian's. Is Steve Sanders shirt. kidding me with the shorts and the tank top? How about the black and red tank top that was like extraordinarily low? It was just it like, was cut down. Uh, okay. It's it's like down to his belly button. It's it's we have to stop uh, harping on his wardrobe. Moves? All we do is talk badly about his hair and we his see moves. Moves. <laughs> I love Ian's earring. We do. We love Steve him, Sanders' course. fashion is atrocious, only topped by poor Cindy Walsh's horrid fashion. I thought she looked real put together when she went to the, the beach club. You take that back. When she walked, <laughs> when she did that walk and I, I saw those shorts. I liked it. Okay, wait. But I have one for you. <laughs> How did you feel about Jim Walsh's semi-tropical top and white pants? At the Wh- when he, The postcard shirt? Yes. The Bon yeah. Voyage shirt. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like it. But I, did, I did like earlier when he was wearing the suspenders. I like of those course suspenders. <laughs> I wonder if he kept a pair of those suspenders. We should ask him if he ever comes on. Why is he not on our show? No, no, we need to keep asking no. him. It's just they all looked good at that dinner. Does when, he not when... wait? Does does J- Jim not want to come on the show? <laughs> She's on. I think he does. He's just been very busy. This. <gasps> oh. I'll follow up. I'll follow up. Well, he, yeah. he did us in. You talked too much about his hair on his body, and now you did us in. He's never going to come on. But I like Kelly, the hair. I know. Kelly had a great so checkered hot. dress with the heart earrings and the heart necklace. You know, that was very I saw nice. that tre- checkered dress, and, and it reminded me that I think at this stage, they started custom making those dresses for Kelly, like that shape. I remember you're right. They would go and get fabric and I would pick the fabrics and then oh, wow. the seamstress, and I can't remember her name, but I loved her so much. Oh, remember? She was so wonderful. Oh my gosh. Just recently, her grandson, someone was like, I know, what was her name? Elizabeth? I think you're right. Elizabeth, her grandson, who's like our age now. Really? Someone was like, yeah. She my, would make the dresses. My used to make. Wow. Because that did she make the black sunflower so- dress? That was amazing. No, but those dresses, Jen, like you should have come out with a line during. That. Yeah, they they found a, a style that they liked on her, and then they just kept making them. Um, 
I liked my eye dress because with the eyes, like I wore a lot of Moschino dresses, mm-hmm. um, which had the big like things on it, like all the big images. And there's a picture of Ian, which was funny because he's going like this, like I, and then it's me and I'm wearing the eye dress and it was during this episode. His I have to find Ian. it. <laughs> Get it? The girl's fashion Ion. Ion. was 10 out of 10. Not counting Cindy. You girls, 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was yeah. a good fashion yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Very 90s. Um, what about Steve Sanders, zero out of 10. I can't believe they put in there that Donna says, I hate flying. That's my favorite line because really? you do you do hate. I know what it's like to fly with you. So this yes, was taking it way back to the very, very beginning. You hated flying even then. But I don't think you would even flown at that point. Had you ever been allowed on an airplane at that point? Allowed? No, because your dad allowed. didn't fly. He did. This he, is true. This is true. We never flew. My, yeah. Oh. My first flight was... Uh, I've talked about this when we went to Hawaii because we did like a radio contest and we got um, a trip and everyone got a trip to Hawaii. And I was crying so hard that Gabrielle literally held my hand on the flight and we went. Was that before this or I I feel like that was after 18. So right around now, Mm -hmm. maybe after. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I love that line. You're like, I hate flying. Like, do you think the writers were like, oh, she hates flying? Or like, my dad was like, we don't fly. Like, I, I don't probably, know. Probably, it was probably because he, the. You, I never knew that. He was famous for not flying. I mm. did not know that. Oh, Fascinating. Jen knows what it's like. It's utter torture. It She's so happy on a flight when someone else comes so she can hand me off. Literally hand I, me off. Yeah, it's not fun. There's like claw marks oh. on your arm when you get off the flight because she's every little teensy tiny bump. But I got to say, but you're really good with me. Like there's not. So here's the thing. There's very few people. People will be like, oh, you're scared. I'll fly with you. And I'll be like, it's not the same. There's very few people that I actually feel safe flying with. Jen's like literally it's there's like five people and she's one of them because she's so good with me and she'll hold my hand and she'll check in with me. And then she goes to sleep and I'm really annoyed. But (laughs) but then I take I take pictures of her while she's sleeping. Oh, my God. When I fly with people that don't like to fly, I like suck it up and, you know, be strong for them. But when I fly without people, I I panic at every bump. Oh, what? Mm -hmm. You've never told me that. Yeah. And I I really realized that recently because my youngest daughter, Fiona, was terrified of flying and she would turn, she would throw up all the way to the airport, throw up walking to the gate and she was little. And then we would get on the planes and she become like a caged animal on the plane. Every time there was a bump, she'd get like, <gasps> like so scared. And, um, I would have to, you know, be strong and talk her through it. And then recently we took, we flew to Montana and she was calm and the roles reversed. And I was like, <clears throat> Oh, wow. Yeah. We need a therapist. <laughs> We a hypnotherapist for flying. I have two favorite lines before we go. Okay. The babes have landed and guess who just landed one? Nice. <laughs> that was awesome. That was and then right line. out the gate, David to Kelly. I've got news for you, Kel. That's not the only way they can tell it's a girl. I was going to say that and <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> I just, one shout out before we go. The scene with you and Jackie 
when baby Aaron is mm. born. I love that scene. I thought you were mm-hmm. so great in it. It was so heartwarming. Um, and when we did our tour a couple of years ago, we always played that scene for the fans and they were super excited. And that was just such a pivotal scene. Like it was so nice to see that side of Kelly. It was so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it was tender. A tender moment. It was. <laughs> tender, not to be confused with tender. This episode is probably my favorite so far. This is, you guys were both, and I'm not like just trying to kiss your butts, but like you both have hit your stride, I have to say. And I think that's why this is definitely my favorite episode in the series so far. Oh, wow. Okay. It really, I was like, oh, this is on. It's yes. good. It's getting good. It's getting it good. is getting, it's heating up. This is, it's super exciting. Like we're invigorated again. Yep. Season three is good, you guys. Okay. Next week, do your homework. Watch the next episode. Uh, episode three, right? Too little, too late. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. This week was the longest title ever. This is perhaps the shortest. Too little, too late. What is that referencing? I don't know. Well, that should be completely unrelated. It's about Andrea or something. <laughs> Peter Krause had a quick little Hey, moment. he was back in this this episode, but yeah. he didn't have any lines. Just a, a smoocheroonie. It's like a kiss. Mm-hmm. And Arsenio Hall. <laughs> what did I, I missed Arsenio Hall? Rhonda was watching. She was pissed that Dylan turned it off. <laughs> and that was such like a time code because Arsenio Hall was like the biggest talk show back then. On Fox. Yes. Like it was so big. And I remember like Shannon and I would go to clubs and he'd always be there and we'd be hanging out with them. Arsen- you to clear the footage when it's on your own network. Mm. Wait, what did people say? Arsenio. Wait, they'd be like, Arsenio. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't know which one it was. Go, Rick. It's not go, Ricky. Wait, no, no, no. All right, you guys. Everybody have a great week. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. 
There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.